Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. It has been two weeks since I've been back. I apologize, you guys. Last week, missing the podcast. It was because we were all in with the Team Building Bootcamp, which was an absolute hit. It was honestly beyond my wildest dreams. Just the results we got. Oh, it was so good. So many great people in that group. And we will do it again. We'll do it again in in 2022. But I just, if you were part of that, I just want to say thank you for making that just so awesome and just filled with with amazingness. And and you are the reason for that. Team Rachel loved you guys, loved every minute of it. And it was just a real honor to be able to serve you in that way. So thank you. Okay. So today we're going to talk about something that I have been hearing so much about, and that is my sales are down this year as compared to last year. And there is extreme frustration and fear because it's not like it was last year. Of course, you feel discouraged when your sales are down. But today, I'm going to give you three things that you need to be doing so that your sales continue to climb rather than stay low. Now, maybe you're not having this problem, which is awesome. But I'm here to tell you that there's going to be some time in your direct sales experience (laughs) as you build your business that there are going to be times when your sales are down. It's the nature of the business. So I want you to flag this podcast or something so that you can remember what to do when it happens. Oh, my word, you guys, this has been an interesting morning trying to record this podcast. (laughs) I have run into more technical difficulties than, (laughs) but funny technical difficulties, like my microphone leg fell. Or I was recording on my phone because I try to do this as video as well so that you guys can see it later. And I realized I wasn't recording on my computer, so there was no sound. (laughs) Um, You know, all the things. It's all good. It's all good. Let's try this again. (laughs) Today, we are going to talk about why your sales this year are down. Maybe they're not down. And you're like, Rachel... This is not something that I'm concerned about. Well, you're amazing, and I am celebrating you right now, for real. However, I'm going to tell you what. There's going to come a time in your business when your sales will be down, and that's okay. 
because that's the nature of the business. And I say this all the time. Your business is going to ebb and flow, ebb and flow, okay? So you're going to have times of great, 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 maybe abundance of money, of sales, of people, of new team members. And then you're going to have times when it's not quite as abundant. And I just want you to know that that's very normal, very, very normal. A lot of you are experiencing this now, this ebb right now, okay? This sort of downturn in your business. And it's not because you're not doing anything right. It's because this is a different year. So many people did really well last year. So many direct sales businesses just grew so much. And that's because of COVID. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people decided they wanted to stay home. They didn't want to go into work. So they had time to devote to building a network marketing business. People were buying more last year. You know, there was this concern that with COVID, your sales would go down. But for many direct sellers, sales went up. COVID created this bubble somehow of this insane growth within the direct sales industry. But now that things are slowing down and and are going somewhat back to normal, normal in quotation marks, really, like normal, because what is normal now after a pandemic? (laughs) But the thing is, right, that things look different now. Things look very different because the world looks different than it did last year. So you have to take that into consideration when you're comparing your business to last year. In fact, I would almost venture to say, like, don't compare it to last year. And I know that's hard to do. I know that's hard to do because that's what we do. We go, okay, well, this time last year I was at, you know, $100,000 and this time I'm at 50 or whatever it is. Or last year my team was at 800000 and this year we're only at 200000 Okay, I just made those numbers up. But you get the point. The thing is, things are changing. The world looks different than it did last year. We all had to pivot last year with COVID. And actually, what worked last year doesn't necessarily work this year in your business. And I know that's frustrating because it's like you you figure out techniques, you figure out methods, and then something else changes and you're like, this isn't working like it used to. But I want you to just release this pressure from yourself that your business should be where it is or where it was last year because it shouldn't. Last year didn't make sense. Last year was a crazy year. Does that mean that your success was not warranted last year? Heck no. It just means that this year is a little different. And I really want to encourage you not to compare this year to last year. Okay? This business is filled with ups and downs. And I just really honestly want to encourage you because you made it through. You got, we are in November. We are in November of 2021. First of all, how did that happen? I blinked and it happened. And second of all, we're in November of 2021, sister. You made it through pretty much and you're still standing. That in itself is something to be extra proud of, okay? So I really am going to encourage you not to dwell on where you were last year. I'm going to encourage you not to dwell in the shoulds, right? Don't should yourself to death. I just want you to look at your wins this year. And one of those wins is that you're still here. You're still here. 
you are still here. You are committing to your business by listening to this podcast. That is a huge win. Okay. So pat yourself on the back right now. Okay. Say good job, sister. (laughs) This business, like I said before, is filled with ups and downs. It just is. Any business is filled with ups and downs. You're going to have good years and you're going to have not so good years. And when you have those not so good years, you go, okay, what happened? What were the circumstances that made it not so good? And then you're going to look at the, you're going to have those great years. You're going to look at those circumstances and go, okay, what made this so great? What actions did I take that made this great? Okay. It's always important to look at the factors that led to making it a great year or the factors that led to making it not such a great year, because that is huge because then you know what to keep doing or what to stop doing, right? But today I want to share three things that I want you to remember to do even when your business is in an ebb, when it's not flowing, okay? When it's not on a high tippy top, when you're in a valley. Because if you're able to do these three things, you're going to, those valleys or those ebbs are going to be fewer and far between, okay? Some people are going to have a lot of ebbs and flows. They're going to have a lot of mountaintops and they're going to have a lot of valleys because they're not consistent. When you're consistent, those ebbs and flows are going to be fewer and far between, okay? So let's talk about what does consistency mean? It means showing up every day. Now, I'm not talking like hustle every day, okay? I'm just talking about basically showing up for you every day. It doesn't mean that you have to go live every day. It doesn't even mean you have to be on social media every day. It doesn't mean that you have to be reaching out to customers every day. It just means you need to be showing up for you. It also means that if you can create and automate as much as you can, that's going to help you to be consistent. You guys know, I talk about this all the time. I'm a big believer in using email as a tool. I'm not talking about newsletters because newsletters just tell you the specials that are going on and things like that. There's no sort of relational aspect to newsletters. I'm talking like a weekly email that's just sharing a story or checking in or teaching something. That, and you can automate that. You can write the email and schedule it and then it goes out automatically. That's one thing that you can do to automate your business. And that's how you can be consistent is to automate that part. Have a, have a day, have a day of the week where you write your email or batch your emails. That's another way to be consistent. Um, set aside a few hours each or like once a week where you batch. What do I mean when I say batch? I mean, create content you know, that will last you more than one day. For example, if I were to batch this podcast episode, no, (laughs) I'm not going to batch an episode. (laughs) If I were to batch podcast episodes, I would have a day where I'm just recording podcasts. And so I would map it out ahead of time. I would pick four probably, and I would just sit down and record for a couple of hours. Then. I have four podcast episodes for the month. Like I have my episodes for the month, right? So do the same for you. Do the same for your emails. Do the same for your social media posts. Do the same for, 
if you are write blog posts, do that. You have to get your reels if you're making videos. Do it like that because that really helps with consistency because then you can schedule things and it's out and ready to go. So consistency is just showing up for yourself consistently. Now, maybe you don't have the time to show up every single day and that's okay. You don't have to, okay? You don't have to, and when I say show up now, what I mean is you don't have to be on social media every single day. You don't have to be in your email every single day. You need to create systems in your business so that it's easy for you to be consistent. And if you are like me, you might be thinking, well, consistency is something that I struggle with. Well, I used to say the same thing. And the thing is, is it's because you don't have systems in place. So, creating systems, creating plans, creating, picking a day to batch your posts, picking a day to write your emails, automating your email that goes out every week. Whatever it is, start with one system though. If you decide that you're going to all of a sudden just systematize everything in your life, chances are you won't have a lot of success because it's like deciding that you are going to cut out sugar carbs, alcohol, only drink water, walk every day, lift every every other day all at once. <laughs> then you're going to you don't do so well, right? It's why everyone in January after the holidays is like I'm going to lose all this weight and so many people are at the gym that first month, maybe the first few weeks of January, but then the attendance wanes at the gyms. Why? Because people try to do too much too fast. They're not trying to s- slowly add exercise to their lives or slowly add dieting or whatever it is. And P.S. I'm anti-diet, so I can't believe I just said that. You know what I mean? So it's really important for you to create one system at a time so that you're not overwhelmed with all the systems that you're creating. A lot of my wealth, we just welcomed some new Wealth and Worth 2.0 members, which I'm super excited about. And they are getting some systems masterclasses for that reason. It's so that you can kind of hear what other people are doing and then apply them to what you learn. So, hey, shout out to my new Wealth and Worth 2.0 members and my new Wealth and Worth Legacy Builders. It's just a, a party around here. Okay, so that's the first thing I want you to do in your business so that your sales and and not even just your sales, just your business as a whole doesn't have as many ebbs and more flows, okay? The second thing is to serve. It's to focus on serving. I've noticed that when people tend to have slower years or slower months, it's because they lose focus and everything becomes about them and their business and how they need the sales. They need the new team members. They need to reach team sales so that they can earn a car or whatever it is. And when you make it about you, it's going to be a whole lot harder to be successful because that's not how to grow a business. But when you're focusing on serving, when you're focusing on other people, right? When they're the focus and helping them and solving their problems is the focus, you're going to do much better than when you're focused on you. Now, does that mean that instantly your sales are going to increase and you're suddenly going to get 12 new team members? No, but it's more about an attitude of serving than of focusing on yourself. And you know the people that are focused on themselves and you probably even can feel it when 
you start falling into that trap of focusing on yourself. I remember that happened to me. There were times in my business where I became so focused on what I needed that I forgot about what other people needed and what my customers and prospects and hostesses needed. So always remember to serve. And and serving looks different for different people, okay? But what it doesn't look like is sell, 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 because you're trying to make sales or sell, 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 share, 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 because you're trying to add more people to your team. It's more how, let me get to know you. Let me hear you. Let me understand you. Let me connect with you. Let me solve a problem for you that you have. Okay. And again, this business isn't for everyone and that's okay. You need to be okay with that. There's a desperation that hits, especially when You're either working for a trip, a rank, or to reach some level by a certain time. A desperation comes in. Have you guys ever felt that, that desperation? I certainly have. Where you're like, if I don't do this by this time, then I'm a failure, right? And it's not that. It's that, you know, we want to reach these goals. And it's good to have goals, which brings me to the next thing (laughs) that you need to do in your business is release the expectations. I'm all for creating a vision, obviously, because I talk about that a lot, and I'm all for setting goals. But what I'm not a a fan of is setting expectations for yourself and creating meaning around those goals. For example, if you decide that you want to be a Blue Diamond executive director by a certain time, okay, awesome. That's your goal. I love goals. But then if you take it to the next step and you're like, but this is so stressful trying to get here. This is so stressful and it's not feeling good, but I got to do it because if I don't do it, then that means I'm a failure. And that means that I'm not a leader. And that means that I'm not good enough, right? You've instantly moved from setting a goal to putting a whole heck of a lot of meaning around what happens if you don't get there and if you don't reach that goal. If I could tell you, I was, I opened my notebook yesterday to the front, what was the front of the notebook? And it's, it was my goals for 2021. Not one of those goals have I met yet. Not one, but there's no meaning attached to those, to that. Why? Because my year actually ended up being a whole lot different than I expected. So I might not have reached, let's say my sales goal, but I grew so much. I built so much foundation in my business. I've created programs that I think are second to none. Okay. I didn't know that I was going to be creating those programs. I had no idea. That wasn't even on my, that wasn't even in my goals because I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. It's so important to look at your goals with detachment because the moment you become attached to the goals and you create meaning around it, It doesn't feel right anymore. It doesn't flow. So what if you don't reach your goals? So what? Yeah, it'll suck. And yeah, you might be out of the running that month for your car and you might have to start all over again. And that is annoying. Don't get me wrong. But it's also okay because there are lessons that you're going to be learning. It's when we add this stress to our lives that, that, comes from the expectations that we have for ourselves, that things don't flow anymore. It doesn't flow. It doesn't feel right. It feels stressful. It feels uncomfortable. And not uncomfortable in a good way, but just like, this is not how I want my life to be. 
And, and I want you to really pay attention to that feeling because if you get that feeling, it means you need to step back a little bit. It, needs you, it, it means you need to step back, prioritize, and think, is this really what I want? Is this really the focus here? Um, have I lost Have I lost my, my compass here? Does that even make sense? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, have I lost my purpose? Am I, am I becoming more selfish? Is it, is, am I focusing on me right now? Because when you have these expectations and you put so much meaning around the fact that your sales aren't as high as they were last year, or your team isn't as big as it was last year, or you lost a rank and you haven't earned it back yet, so many of you will create this meaning that it means that you're not good enough, you're not cut out for this business, you're not meant to be a leader, you're obviously not a good enough leader, you're not providing enough for your team. But those are all lies. Those are all this false meaning that you've put around these goals, and they're not true, right? And 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 so often we fall into the, oh, I should do this. I should have done that. This is why it didn't work, because I should have, should have, should have. And you should yourself to death. And I don't want that for you, friend, okay? Understand that you are going to have high points in your business, and you're going to have low points in your business. And you're going to have more low points in your business when you focus on yourself, You're going to have more low points in your business when you set these expectations and create meaning around not reaching your goals because you know what? It's okay not to reach your goals. A goal is simply um, something to shoot for, and it's good. It gives you direction. It gives you purpose. But if you don't reach those goals, that doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you didn't reach your goal, but I bet you learned a whole heck of a lot on that journey to that goal, right? That's how we grow. That's how we learn. So I I just want to leave you with that today. If you are feeling discouraged because your business is not where it was last year or last month, just know this business has its valleys and it has its mountaintops. It, It ebbs and it flows. It's a roller coaster, okay? So buckle up, sister, and enjoy the ride, okay? I love your faces. I appreciate you listening to this. I will be back next week. I'm super excited. Love your faces. I already said that, but I do. Talk to you soon, my friends. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.